I say let's get it. Okay, let's get it. Ooh. Welcome back to another back. episode of the ONJ podcast. Post um Gasparilla. Post Gasparilla. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, I'm your co-host Jeremiah. I'm your co-host Orlando. Hope everyone's having a good day, good night, um good evening. Hope um everything's going well with your taxes. Um so, you know, so it is tax season. Filing, you know. Be careful with those dependents. <laughs> Air quotes, you know those um imaginary and real dependents as well. Um you know, those imaginary ones be well, killing you. <laughs> what? They be killing you. I mean sometimes they find you, sometimes they don't, but you know what I mean just be careful with that. But um got a great show lined up. What we got first? First, I mean, you know, we we had some trades. Uh last episode, you know, we talked about that OG and Anobi trade. Facts. Um but since then we had two more. Uh and you know, one of them being OG's own teammate, right, from the Raptors, Facts. Pascal Siakam, Facts. who got traded to the Indiana Pacers. What? And they're like, there's been talk about that in the past, though, right? If you like remember, like he, like he's been. This isn't the first time like he's been linked to them. Like he's been linked to them before, right? To the Indiana Pacers, yeah, I, like, I, I think know. before, yeah, I feel like it was something like it was just like, but it was just like an early. It was rumor. like a quick, a quick little, yeah. Pascal's to to Indiana, yeah. Like they've always been like a popular destination for him. Now, I guess before you, well, you, I guess you can explain the trade first, and then well, I ask my question. Okay, Indiana gets Pascal Siakam, yep. and then the <laughs> Raptors, uh, Bruce Brown, Facts. Jordan Noara. Uh, three first round picks. It is two of them from 2024 and one from 2026. I like how Jeff T kind of describes these like draft capital situations because like it's no guarantee that like you know you're gonna hit on these first round picks. You know what I mean? So it's like, do they really like? Does that really mean anything? Like those three picks, in your opinion, like. <laughs> Um, first thing I do, I think it's it's my job, right? Okay. To call out the fact that your team has like a thousand first round <laughs> picks, <laughs> which we gonna leverage for sure. Hey, we gonna, hey. I mean, trade deadline is still early in the deadline, so one of one of them got you, got you, uh, your boy, uh, all star starter, which we'll get into later. But you know what I mean? He wasn't even a first round pick. I'm talking about uh, oh. Williams. I think you got him with that uh, pick that wasn't. Oh, J. Oh, J. Dub. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're right. I think that pick. It wasn't yours. I right. Those it wasn't. Was. Still, um, still the draft, in my opinion. Wasn't he twenty, twenty something? Crazy, crazy 20 number. Something? Crazy number. Yeah. Yeah, like he. No, he was like late lottery. So he was like twelve. I think. Oh, 12, he was late 30. lottery. Yeah, he. I think he was a lot. Ah, oh, was it? Yeah. I don't. Twenties is crazy. Yeah, I don't think he was in the twenties. But yeah, I see. I see where you're going though. Um. Anyway, yeah. So with these first two round picks, they're gonna be like in the twentieth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gonna be one is Indiana's, which by the looks of it, they're gonna make the playoffs. Right. So it's gonna be like a late twentieth pick, mm-hmm. and then the other twenty twenty one. It was some weird thing where it's the worst pick out of OKC, Utah, Houston, whatever. Sure. Some For some sure. crazy thing. Either way, it's the worst thing. For the sure. only one that could be something is twenty twenty six. By by then. Indiana's gonna do probably do something. Yeah, it's better than Ross. Hallie will be more comfortable. Um, 
I mean, I don't know what the Miles Turner situation is going to look like if they keep him. You know, if they're going to be able to afford to keep him. But, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, so far, though, Pascal, I think he's looked pretty good. Um, especially, like, I think this he's this this pick, this, like, trade is so valuable, right? Because, you know, like, Halley right now, he's dealing with some hamstring issues. It's interesting that he's dealing with some issues just because he just played the game. And, like, he had he pretty much had, like, a normal workload. I think he played, like, 35 minutes. But... You have a guy who's like kind of used to being the number one option in Pascal, right? Now, and and then I think this is valuable because now Miles Turner, he's not a bad center, like you know what I mean. But I don't see him as like a guy that's like, okay, how he's out, I need you to give me like thirty. You know what I mean? Like I don't see him as a guy that's gonna command that offensive role when the when the number one option or the number two option is out. You know what I mean? I think he's a guy that like. He plays well with a with a great point guard that like can set him up. Him and Halley are a great match, but those games that Halley's not there, it's like Miles Turner kind of just you expect him like okay, this is gonna be a Miles Turner night. He's gonna dominate, and it doesn't really end up happening that way, right? Now you have a guy like Pascal. It's been a number one option. Um, I think he'll play great in their system. I think you you with Pascal, you know, you have a secondary playmaker behind Halliburton on the court at all times. Um, he's a guy you can run plays for. I've seen, I've, I've liked the way they've implemented him. I think I think he's a great, he's a perfect fit for this team the way they're currently ro- rostered. And I think um, he could definitely help them. You know, um, once they make the playoffs, if they keep their seating, I think they're like top four right now. But um, if they if he they're like yeah, and they're the sixth place right now. But it's a pretty tight race. But if they if they're able to get above that playing, I think he'll definitely as he gets more comfortable in the system playing with Halley, I think he'll definitely um you know allow Indiana to make some noise in the playoffs for sure. Yeah, and it's, it's think about the last time um he's gonna be a second option for sure. The last time he was a second option, it was behind Kawhi Leonard championships. Exactly. Come on now, he won a championship. Come on now. So I think that's that's something important you got to look at. Yeah. And then you know, kind of, he's been playing center for, for the Raptors. Yeah, and that hasn't really. Yeah. yeah. So now now he doesn't moving, have to. Now moving him back to that uh, his natural power forward exactly. spot, yeah. I think could could really benefit him. No, it's gonna be great. Yeah, it's a great trade. I mean, I think I I can't say it's even. You know what I mean? Because it's it's kind of tough, right? Because in Toronto, like you're in a tough position because. It seems like the writing's on the wall that, you know, Pascal doesn't want to stay. You know what I mean? So it's like you got to make this trade. I mean, you get Bruce Brown. You know, he helped Denver win that ship. But I don't know if he's like a guy. Like, uh, I mean, he was kind of, I think this his deal kind of kind of remind me of that, you know, that Lance Stevenson deal kind of. You know, Lance Stevenson kind of went off in the playoffs. You know, that that one year against LeBron, you know, I mean, against the well, Heat. And, he get like 15, 15 yeah, mil. Something great. Yeah, a year. A year, something crazy, yeah. right? And then, you know, he didn't really kind of, it just didn't work out. It may have been the system, but then it just didn't work out that he wasn't like that, a starter, kind of like that starter level guy. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, and then Bruce Brown gets that money. And then, so I don't know if um that's going to be some, like, if, I mean, I'm sure, I think, I'm not sure if the Ra- Raptors are going to look to trade him. I wouldn't be surprised and if they They do. should. Yeah. They should. I feel like a lot of playoff teams need like yeah. a bruce brown type player and they might be able to give some stuff up yeah you know some picks or something like that so more picks right <laughs> more picks right? <laughs> more picks no it seems like toronto's in a full rebuild right now so i mean uh yeah we'll see but i think pascal and indiana with once hallie burton gets healthy um they're gonna be great i mean they're gonna do some damage for sure uh 
They they got Jordan Nawara too. <laughs> Why are you laughing, bro? I didn't even say that. I mean, uh, he just didn't mention the it. champion, the NBA champion, right? Yeah. yeah All right, yeah, so they NBA got two NBA champions. You <laughs> know, bringing that championship culture, you know, into the locker room. You know, Facts. I think Raptors Facts. are definitely, you know, going to the finals this year. Adding this two year? champions. Hey, this year? Come on now, crazy. Jordan Nawara and Bruce Brown. Crazy. Oh crazy. my gosh, they're 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 going far in the playoffs this year. Oh man. Mm-mm. Crazy. Jordan Arara, Finals MVP, easily. So, so question, right? Mm-hmm. With we've seen what the Raptors got with Pas for Pascal, and we see what they got for OG Ananobi. Okay, right. In my opinion, I always thought they were gonna get more for Pascal, but I feel like they got more for OG. It's crazy. It's crazy when you think about it like that. Yeah, you're right. You agree? You yeah. No, I too? agree a hundred percent. Um, I think. I think the Raptors could have definitely. I don't know. I just feel like they could have got some more. I don't know why. I could. Don't you think? I mean, and I think why not force Indiana to throw in maybe a Benedict Matherin or that's, a, that's who. That's who I thought. Yeah, they like, were, the Raptors. Why were not? Get. You know, I mean, you got R.J. Barrett. You no know, one Canadian. Why not get another, like maybe Benedict Matherin? You know, decides R.J. Barrett's been playing great so far. You know, so far, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm, this episode's going to come out. He's going to drop like five <laughs> points. <laughs> uh, me, I lose, lose all credibility. Stop talking, you know, stop putting out episodes, all that stuff. Now, uh, th- this is uh, Sunday, um, January 28th. Anything that happens after Sunday, um, I, I have no responsibility over. But, um, yeah, RJ Bear's been playing great so far. So, yeah, somebody like a Ben Mathurin, maybe even, I don't know, maybe even Isaiah Jackson. You know what I mean? Like any any of those young people, because they have so many young people, and I don't see. And the Pacers don't really have a reason to keep Isaiah Jackson. I mean, I don't know Jalen Smith's contract situation, but Jalen Smith seems to be the solidified backup center to Miles Turner. So I don't see why you keep him, Isaiah Jackson. Why not ask for Isaiah Jackson, Benedict Matherin? I don't know somebody just to you know kind of even it out a little bit. But I mean, I know I think just Pascal's contract situation just kind of just makes it. You know, yes, just get the deal done. Now, do you think he signs? I, you hear a lot of talk, but like, in your opinion, do you think he resigns with Indiana? I, I I think he resigns with Indiana just because I think Indiana has a bright future. Okay. I think looking at the Raptors, they, I think their future was up in the air. Right. You didn't know what direction they were gonna take. Right. Um. You know, there were so they had so many fours on that team. Right. You had Scotty sometimes playing like the shooting guard position. Right. Because they were so full. Yeah. But I think with with Indiana and you see that their their future is only going up and seeing like Hallie dropping like thirty sure. and ten to twenty and ten. You know that you're gonna get your points because Hallie's gonna feed you. Right. For and sure. And then the team's going up. I think also I think we talked about this like maybe last year. Or like a couple episodes ago, I think it was a little while ago. Toronto, right? They're finally building around Scotty. You know what I mean? I think, mm-hmm. and I think that was like an imp- that's kind of an important piece because it's like I don't think maybe you you would be able to utilize Scotty Scotty to his full potential with those with Pascal and with Fred Van Fleet. Then you get rid of those guys, and then now you're kind of showing him that you know we're all we're buying in on you. You know what I mean? Like you're the guy. So I think I'm curious to see like what his growth is gonna be, you know, over these next couple of years as the as the number one guy pretty much. You know, and the leader of the team and I mean he definitely has the skill set for it. You know what I mean? Like he could one through four, like he's you could throw him anywhere, you know what I mean? So I think 
that that's gonna be something to see for sure and, and just to you know for them to be able to to make the right move where i think which should have been done you know and building around him pretty much i think that should be there that's probably going to be their number one goal most likely so so rj not the number one option <laughs> i mean i don't know what does, does the canadian national team have trials coming up or something like that i mean we're talking we're we talking uh the fiba 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 world cup maybe maybe you know is shay sitting out or something you know what i mean is shay gill just sitting out for the national team um what, what hey, hey, I, I, I remember I said last episode. What? Um, you know, you know, you were talking about the Toronto could be building their own uh, <laughs> Canadian national <laughs> Low team. Key, I mean, hey, I, hey, they messed it up though. Why? Because I told them they had to trade Pascal to the Warriors for Wiggins, and they didn't do that. Yeah, you're right. So now they they lost you're out right. on, on Wiggins. Mm, like, what what are they gonna lie. do now? That'll be nasty. But then again, I ain't gonna lie. You have to trade Kaminga if if you trade for Pascal. Not a lot. Kaminga's not getting developed at all. If you and I've been, and Kaminga's been playing oh, a lot. Kaminga small forward. Yeah, but then you got Wiggins still. Oh, oh, you mean trade for Wiggins? Yeah, you could put him at small yeah. forward. That would that would be yeah. a good idea. But maybe they didn't have a feeling that he would resign though. You know what I mean? Maybe that could have been something on the table and why it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm sure there's like been some like you brought up good points on why he should stay in Indiana, but I'm sure there's had to have been some type of like silent commitment that. You know he's staying like he's he's resigning. There's no the, way the solid commitment is that Halliburton <laughs> gonna guarantee me some facts. assists. Like facts, that's facts. I feel nah. like every day the players look at Indiana and see how Halliburton like gets his assists and yeah. puts his player in the position. And they're like, if I go to Indiana, I could get my points. Not nah, for sure. He's gonna feed me. He so. he's he's that guy. You know what I mean? It's interesting that JJ Reddick brought up a good brought up a point. Like about Halliburton not being a traditional point guard. Do you agree? Not that, being traditional. That's why I I, I I see him as a traditional like because uh, the my, closest thing we have to a traditional. In my point guard, in honestly. my view of a point guard, like it's a guy that you know wants to get his teammates involved and make the right pass and you know because he was his definition was like a ball dominant guy like a Ja Moran or like somebody like that that's like keeps the ball in the hand. But I'm like that that's more I, like a volume like a yeah. ball not a ball hog but like a. I was correct about this actually a cut like a week ago, like a volume score, like a volume, like a high usage, like, like a K Cunningham. Like is K Cunningham a traditional point guard? I don't see him as a traditional point crazy. guard because like so it's like I don't know. That was that was kind of crazy because I'm like, dang, I, I would think he's a traditional the way he yeah, the way he plays. Yeah. I would think he's a traditional guy. You see, my traditional point guards are yeah. like the Chris Pauls. Yeah, exactly, yeah. something like that. So it's like I don't know. It's interesting, but and I think one good comparison I seen for Halley was like. He's they, somebody said like he's the point guard like he's Steph Curry but like he's like what people wish Steph Curry was as a point guard like if that makes sense like like Crazy. Steph st- like he's Steph Curry with with point guard skills if that makes sense which kind of like it's like I think he was the person was like trying to talk about like how like they wish Steph Curry played like as a floor general like that's what Holly Burton is I don't know maybe yeah so I don't know I thought that was interesting and valid at the same time too. But um, great trade though. I think Pascal is definitely gonna make Indiana a better team, and looking forward to see what Toronto does with Scotty for sure. Good, good trade. I agree with that. Facts. I'm really excited to see um, Tally and Pascal on the floor. They really Oof. haven't had a lot of time together yeah. because of the injury. one game. So, so I mean, one, excited to see what that that one game was. It was pretty good. So, but we'll we'll see. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, next trade we got. 
What we, we got? Have, what we got? What we got? Uh, Terry Rozier traded to the Miami Heat. Scare a Terry. For a 2027 first round pick. Okay. That is lottery protected. Okay. And Kyle Lowry. Okay. You go ahead. You start first. I know I know that Miami blood, you know, <laughs> go. going start, crazy in your veins. Don't start this, bro. <laughs> Do not start this, bro. Um okay, scary Terry. Uh I mean, I think this is this is another trade. It's funny cuz Pascal's been linked to Indiana in the past and then I think Terry Rozier's been linked to the Heat in the past. Facts. Um it finally happened. What have I been saying about the Hornets like for the past like I don't know, forever? That him and Lamelo didn't yeah, work out. Just it's not that that's facts. Yes, but the whole two the whole two point guard thing it just doesn't. <laughs> now even though like Terry Rozier isn't really a true point guard, but I mean he's the way him and Lamelo were playing it, it seemed like it was just two point guards in the backcourt. Um, it wasn't gonna work out. Um, I think um once they get it'll get better. Um, his shooting split so far, you know, mm-hmm. three of eleven in his first game, three for ten uh, mm-hmm. against Boston. Second game, mm-hmm. all three have been losses. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's definitely gonna take some time for like some integration. You know, him getting to learn. You know, just just learning how to play with each other. You know, what I mean, I think um, you have to um, make this trade for sure. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you think? Um. And on paper, it looked like a great trade. Right. Um, Kyle Lowry wasn't doing, you know, wasn't like the Kyle Lowry, the Toronto mm-hmm. Raptors Kyle Lowry on the Heat. Um, so we kind of knew that Pat, you know, was kind of looking to For get sure. him off, especially with that big contract he has. For sure. Um, and then the so so first off, the the Hornets didn't get much back because Kyle Lowry, like, are, yeah. they, are they really gonna use Kyle Lowry? It's more like I feel like they're gonna try to trade. Calorie again. I wonder and, if, go ahead. No, nah, what? No, nah, like I wonder if trades like this like affect relationships. Like you know how like him and Jimmy were close. Like I think they said what Jimmy's like his god the godfather of one of his kids or something like that. So it's like I wonder if trades like Jimmy this, like, make the trade. I don't know how that would affect anything. Yeah, I don't know. I was just curious. if anything it affects Pat Riley. Yeah. So do you think because the Hornets already have Ish Smith, right? So do they even keep? I mean, I guess they don't. They don't keep Calari, right? Like you don't see. Them. I don't. I don't see them keeping yeah, Calari. Right? I feel like they'll tr- they'll try to like retrade him to somewhere mm-hmm. else. Right. Yeah, but I think um it's a great trade uh just for the Heat just to make great um, trade for the Heat. Yeah, it's a, it's a great upgrade. Um, you know, just Calari. It's not that like Calari is a bad point guard. He's just older. You know, what I mean, he's got a lot of miles. You know, on those. He didn't really fit with the Heat. Yeah, not really. And I think Terry Rozier. I, We'll see if he fits, but yeah, hopefully he. Fits I think he had. Oh no, go ahead. Hopefully he fits because the way that those shooting splits has been those first few yeah. games hasn't hasn't really been <laughs> right. that good. So it's like I'm like I think he does add a, a an important element to the Heat. You know what I mean? Because it's good. Also, I think it can work right just because he doesn't have to be the primary playmaker. You know, you know Jimmy has shown in the past. Bam, you know. Um, people always talk love Bam. One of the favorite things people love about Bam, you know, his his potential to you know play make as a big right as a five, you know. So I think he doesn't have to. All the playmaking doesn't have to solely be on him, and I think that'll be good. I think it's just about figuring out that off ball. Really, the great teams, you know, just figuring out your role. Like when it's your turn, when it's my turn, you know what I mean. Just playing off each other, and I think that's gonna take more than three games, you know. 
Um, they're over three right now, but I mean, I'm sure they're gonna get together. Um, for sure. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably just that growing <coughs> pains of him sure. getting used to that that heat lineup. Right. Um, but I remember when I first saw this trade. Right. I was like, first off, the Heat won. I think uh, Rogier was averaging like what twenty four. Yeah. Points and like six assists yeah, he was, on the, he was going on the Hornets. Off. So he was going off, and then to get him for Kyle Lowry. Yeah. Um. Who the who? I think the last like three games they benched Kyle Lowry. Right. And then he wasn't getting minutes. But then I was like, okay, okay, maybe maybe the Hornets did it for for this twenty twenty seven first round pick. Right. And then I realized this is a lottery protected first round pick. Right. So like, yeah. well, what's the point here? <laughs> yeah. Like it's gonna be like a late twentieth pick for Terry Rozier, who they could have probably gotten more, right. knowing how good of a season he was doing. He's probably he was probably at the peak of yeah. his of his value to, right. to NBA teams. Nah, that's real. And I mean, yeah, I, they could have gotten more, you know. And I think it's just I don't know. They got a they got a lot, they got a lot to figure out for sure. But I I mean, one of the the things I love about this trade for sure, and I think I said it like a couple weeks ago, like. I mean, you finally get to you give Lamelo the keys now. You know what I mean? Like it's his offense, it's his team. Now, one of the downsides of that could be right that he hasn't had that experience. You know what I mean? First of all, like health, right? Last last season, only played thirty six games, right? To where I was going, yeah. You know what I mean? So he hasn't really been able to. First of all, that's a lot of court time, miss. And that was in his third season, right? This is his fourth season, right? So now, 22 games in, he finally gets the well, like well, it's probably like 19 or something, but a couple games in, and then he finally gets the reins. So now he hasn't really had that development, you know what I mean? And you know, Charlotte, Charlotte hasn't really been a team that's like, okay, we're gonna they're in a win now mode. So maybe he'll have a little bit of time now. How much time will he have? I don't know. I don't know how how that'll be and what his learning curve is gonna be like, but I think that's gonna be something important to watch because you know at times he is a little loose with the ball and you know a little just a little out of control. Like you know, like it's one of those like when it works it works, but then when it doesn't, like are you gonna be able to just control a whole offense and and plus and one of the things I've been saying all the time with their backcourts like you know you got two point guards the mellow you're not gonna be able to really develop mellow as a point guard. You know what I mean? So I think um. That's gonna be something interesting to see, like how that maturation process goes through. Because, I mean, he's you know you need the point guard to you know to get the team going and stuff like that. So, how does he adjust? And that's gonna have to be a quick learning curve. You know what I mean for sure. Um. So with with the 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 only thing that could be an issue here, right? right? With giving Lamelo the the keys to being the full time point guard. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to be the situation where he can't because the Hornets are, are still, you know, um, very young. Yeah. It'd be where Lamelo doesn't really trust his teammates. Mm. So then he kind of be, wants to become the guy that takes all the shots because he doesn't mm. trust that. I will give you this ball mm-hmm. and you'll you'll make the bucket and give me that assist. Yeah. You know? So I think that's going to be something something to watch. Yeah, no, nah, for there. sure. And I don't really see that being a... Uh, like I think definitely he's probably it's probably like I think you've kind of kind of seen it with the last like maybe two games you know he he hasn't really shot the ball the best you know what I mean in terms of I guess just shot selection and everything like that you know so you know six of twenty one against the Pistons since the trade and then you know six of sixteen so it's going that's going to take some I mean it's just game reps you know it's going to take some reps you know I, nobody's nobody's talking about Charlotte as a 
potential play-in team or playoff team. So I mean, when were they? <laughs> Dang. Since Kemba and Al Jefferson, yeah. that's the last yeah. time I could think of. So, I mean, you know, Kemba Al Jefferson, but he was so cold. I like how when Kemba and this man goes Al Jefferson. No, Al Jefferson, like, Al, Al Jefferson, he's one of my favorite, like, just players of, like, one of my favorite centers, bigs, but, like, just centers of all time, for real. But, um, but yeah, he's, Crazy. um, it's going to be a quick line of curve for sure. He, it's got to be, you know, so, and looking forward to it for sure. Now, um, I think him and like, and I like how you know him and Brandon Miller play together. You know, Miles Bridges is back. You know what I mean? Um, and you know, I think they they just they just gotta um, get going for sure. And you know, it's gonna take some learning for sure. I agree. Moving on. Yeah. Uh, good trade for the Heat. Facts. Hopefully, Terry Rozier get it together. I wonder, I wonder and, what his. Oh no, go ahead. Now, because I wonder what his contract situation is. Do you who know? Terry Rozier? Yeah, it like, was like t- he was getting paid twenty twenty five. Okay. Do you know like how many more he has left? Like years? The, yeah. Cause three. Three. Because I remember oh, okay. the Hornets had extended him. Right. For sure. Um, yeah. Three. That was right. Yeah. Oh, so he, look he's at got, me. He got a couple. I'm in my so bag. He, yeah. No. Nah, for sure. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie. Off the top of my head, I would not have. <laughs> I would not be. I, I don't know why I remember Terry Rozier's contract yeah, of everybody. Because I wasn't really too sure when he signed that that one uh, extension, that four year. Um, at ninety mil, so I wasn't sure, but yeah. So he's got he's got Facts. some time. For sure. Um time with the heat. Yeah. Um moving on. What we got next? We got one of the uh craziest developments in my in my <laughs> eyes. Um I feel like it came out of nowhere. Um, you know, I'm here, I'm chilling, I look at my phone, you know, the uh, the Woj notifications, you oh, know, right. I'm like you know, I'm always rubbing my hands like, oh, what we, what we got here so we could talk on the podcast. <laughs> um, Adrian Griffin, the head coach of the Bucks, mm-hmm. got fired. Bucks. Mid-season, they were like 30, 30 and 13. Bucks. Um, and then there was like, you know, oh, you're fired. 30 and 13. Weren't, yeah. That's, I'm a pretty great, sure that's a great record. Mid-season. He got fired for doing his job. You out of here. <laughs> He got fired for doing his job. It's crazy. Get fired for doing your job. Hey, is wild. Hey, hey. Yeah, I remember. I remember when I saw this, and then people were talking about that record. Right. And then the first thing that came to my mind when I saw this happening was David Blatt mm. from the Cavs. Talk about when it. he got fired. Um, you know, the Cavs were thirty and I think thirty and eleven, something right. like that. Right. And then you know, boom, fired. Now, with the black situation, right? Is it is it a good situation since they ended up winning? In your opinion, that's the thing. Yeah, right. That's the thing that we'll never know. Right? Was it Tyron Lou that ended up making the necessary adjustments, or, or were those it? adjustments already in the playbook? Mm, that's a great question. I mean, to take over a team mid-season, I mean, mm-hmm. you've got to—I don't know—something's. Something's got to give because it's hard to just change something in the middle of a season. Like what, 30, 30 and thirteen? So it's like forty three games in. So that's that's half the, <laughs> that's half the season <laughs> for also like to, literally to be able to make a change. And like I think I heard JJ Reddit say this. Um, like te- teams don't really pra- practice like that in during the regular season. So it's like, how do you get those adjustments? What shoot around <laughs> like walkthroughs? I don't know. So I mean. Yeah, that that that's that's interesting. I don't know. That's a good question. Was it 
Mm-hmm. We'll never know. Yeah, but how you feel about like this situation though? Like, was it was it rightful? Like, was it? Do you think it was? I just feel like <laughs> I feel like it was coming. Okay. Um, pause. Yeah. Pause. Um. So so I feel like it was coming, mm-hmm. but I didn't think they they had the guts to do it mid season. Okay. I think they were gonna let it ride out and then maybe fire him at the end of the season. Okay. Um, but when you look at it, I think there there was writing on the wall that he wasn't necessarily the best coach for the Bucks. Right. Um, I think the players were having a hard time adjusting to the system. Yeah, I think some of his defensive stuff wasn't awful. Yeah. Um, I think at the beginning of the season, um, Brooke Lopez wasn't doing really that good till the players told him you have to play Brooke Lopez here. Right. And then when he did that, that's when it came. Yeah, good. for sure. So if you need the players to tell you how to uh, properly use them. Uh, that's not what you want. Red flag. That's a that's a big red flag. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. It's a big. It was, it was kind of it was a big task for him too. Now, for it to be a big task and for him to still have his team, you know, second in the Eastern Conference, pretty impressive. You know, hats off to him. But I mean, to take over a championship team, yeah, a team, well, a team that's won a championship. Yeah, you do have Giannis. You know what I mean? So it's like. To take over a team like that is kind of you know it's really tough. It could be tough, you know, for a first time head coach. But he took it on, you know, with with flying colors, you know. Who it'd be cool. I wonder if he'll you know get to you know going at maybe even you know his son Dom is on the Hawks, so maybe you know get to coach his son. Who knows? But I'm curious. What do you think about the person that hired that got hired? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my bad. I'm moving there, too fast. My bad. My bad. I'm sorry. Before we get there, my fault. um. Cause I I had another thing right that was a big red flag, um, on his coaching staff, he had Terry Scouts who had coached Damian Lillard okay. back with the Blazers. Okay. And then apparently something happened where he was talking with the coach with the players, and then Adrian Griffin told him to get into the coaching huddle, and then he was like, "Give me a minute, let me finish talking with the players." And then apparently Adrian Griffin made a big scene and told him to get his behind into the coaches huddle, something like that. Um, Ter- get Terry Stotts into the coach huddle. Yep. Wow. And then he decided to quit and stop being the assistant coach. Jeez. Because of that uh, encounter. Oh wow. So if you have a top coach, a top former coach who's right. your top assistant who decides right. to leave, yeah, you kind of see you don't really have that structure For in your sure. team, and it, it never really felt like he had that structure. It didn't seem like he had a handle on the players for sure you know a big thing about being a coach is having a handle on your players and the, all the personalities you have to handle that's the key and you could see games where he was telling Giannis to to, to sub out Giannis would go over there and be like i'm not subbing out mm. and he would stand right there in in the that little area to sub in and out and he would just stay there till it was the for next sure. dead bottle sub back in no for sure i think um yeah i think uh that's as a first time person like you gotta i think maybe you gotta come in with a certain you can't come in with that HNIC, like, you know, I'm in charge type of, you know, mentality. It got to be like some, got to be like some willingness to learn. You know what I mean? Like, you could say yeah. that in the interviews, and I think he did say that. But to actually, you got to show that most importantly because, you know, these are grown men at the end of the day. Like, they, like yes, you, you may have a, a level that you know what you're talking about. But, I mean, these guys do it on the court every, like, Every game for eighty-two games a season, you know what I mean. So they, I'm sure they know a little something about, you know, what to do maybe in terms of defense or like you know what type of offense we should run, things of that nature, and how to use certain players. So 
especially when he had Coach Dame yeah. for like a few seasons. You know so. what I mean? So it's a, it's it's a balance. You know, you gotta find, you gotta be able to find. And some are great. You know, that's why you have greats like Pop. You know, and you know, uh, uh, I mean, Mark Darnell. Mark Darnell. He's gonna be a great coach. Uh, Pat Riley, Eric Spoelstra, like. They they know when to use their assistants and you know when to listen to their players, but then also you know when to you know all right listen to me and you know and that's why they're in the positions that they're in for sure. Facts. Shout out to Eric Spoelstra too with that um, that contract extension. One of the what highest in history they said or something like that. Yeah, I think at the time. Jeez, God bless him. For sure. No. All right, go ahead. Ask ask the question. All right. So now, so now now we're done with that. They ended up hiring Doc Rivers. Crazy uh, contract range, and I don't know. I don't know if you could believe everything Bleacher Report says, but they say it's in the range of like forty mil or something like that. I don't really know. Three years, forty mil. Yeah, I don't know if that matters or anything like that. But just him as a coach, like, what do you just your thoughts on that that hire? Um, <laughs> Doc Rivers has some some has is blackmailing somebody in the NBA. Blackmailing is crazy. Um, I don't understand how you have lost multiple three-one leads okay. and still get a head coaching job. Right, that's crazy. That's crazy. I hey. guess everybody's seen that two thousand eight ring that he he's got. got. Yep. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that two thousand eight ring. That's he's, all he has. He's got one ship. One. Now that one. team may have had, you know, uh, what, what's that? What's his name? Number five. Uh, uh, something One. something is possible. But oh Kevin Garnett. He may have had uh uh Instagram live ESPN. Um oh um Paul Pierce. Uh he Max. may have had um calf injections with the band aid. Uh, oh um Ray Allen, right? Facts. He may have had those three guys. But guess what? He was the head coach of that team. He was the head coach. So don't so put some respect I on guess. his name, okay? I guess. You I put guess. some respect on his name. You want me to put some respect? He was on that sideline for eighty two games. Telling them boys what to do. Hey, hey, hey. He was on the sideline for 82 games when he had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, and DeAndre Jordan <laughs> and, and over there. He was in the sideline for 82 games when he had Embiid, and Embiid <laughs> never played to the level he's playing right now. Oh, my God. Now, now with certain situations, right? You've got uh let's see. I don't know. I don't know if I should go this way this route, but let, let's just see if they go somewhere. So Chris Paul so Matt Barnes, you hear people talk about all the time. Like when you see um interviews about the downfall of the Lob City Clippers. What was the problem? You know, you always hear egos, 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 right? You know, egos. Now, Philly, you have a guy, you know, um a guy who sh- who who in the past showed up overweight you know to training camp you know and then gets traded and then's all of a sudden in shape you know james harden right you know what i mean i don't know you know that jenny craig worked crazy but like so it's like you you have that right so it's like mm-hmm. could you put all the blame on doc and maybe you know and then like maybe not be and then maybe it be on those like players that have higher rank i don't know who the player was in phil in um and Clippers that kind of made the locker room maybe toxic or something, as they talk about. But, like, James Harden, you know, I don't know if he's really a locker room guy or something like that that can, like, you know, create a, win- a winning culture. But could you put some of it on a player, on a toxic player, or a potentially toxic player instead of the coach? Or is, or is it just forget that it's on the coach? Well, it's the coach's responsibility to get equals in check. 
But these are grown men, though. These are grown men, Bro. but you are the coach of this team. You get That's hired right. more for the fact that you can control egos. That's real. That's than real. for the fact that you can that you can you could be a great coach for sure. But if you lose control of the locker room, the NBA doesn't care about you, and you're gonna lose your job real quick. Right. So all those all those excerpts of him, you know, in those huddles, guys, we need more effort. That's not. That's not. That's not Dang. enough, huh? We never. We, ne- we don't know what happened in the in the, in the locker room. <laughs> We don't you know don't. if he was trying to run a play, and Chris Powell was like, "Nope, you're wrong. Stop talking. <laughs> right. I'll take over the court." Right, right, right. We don't right. know. We don't know. Harden, Harden was bought in for that first season mm-hmm. when he was there. Right. Remember, Harden stopped caring after that free agency period when he didn't get the extension he wanted. Yeah. Valid. So technically, that first year he was all in on this team on winning a championship. For sure. And Doc couldn't get it. Couldn't okay. get his, his team to win a championship. All right. That's all I'm saying. So now, do you see any potential change? In terms of like, are you excited? So, does the streak continue in terms of a coach being successful, right? 30 and 13, great record, right? And then, you know, David Black gets fired. Tyrone Luke comes on in, wins championship. Does Doc Rivers continue that for the Milwaukee Bucks? No. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing, right? Reason, yeah, reasoning, yeah. When you brought in Tyrone Luke, okay. right? First off, Tyrone Luke was on the sidelines, right? All right. He he was the guy that LeBron went to to talk about plays and all that, right? For sure. But he was also a new uh, a new mindset that you brought in to be a head coach, and new mindset of like a new game plan. You know, um, somebody who's never been coached but has always been there For sure. on the sidelines and understands what needs to be done. You know, like making those adjustments. Facts. Doc once he was never in that sideline with a team, so this is completely new. Yeah. Number two, the man already has a set playbook. The man's not making adjustments. <laughs> yes, that he's running that playbook, and whatever happens, happens, and he's not making adjustments. Right. There's a reason he lost. He lost multiple three-one sure. leads because <laughs> the man can't make adjustments. Sure. And then you you fired Budenholzer because you say he can't make adjustments mm-hmm. to hire Doc Rivers, mm. who has a track record of not <laughs> making adjustments that are so bad for he sure. loses three-one leads. For sure, for sure. That's what I don't. It doesn't make sense. Okay. And even when they fired Adrian Griffin, I'm looking at the market and I'm like, at this point, go go over there and talk to uh, Budenholzer and be like, hey, bro, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're still paying you. Like, you might as well come back <laughs> yeah. and like coach us for the rest yeah. of the season. Nah, for sure. Better than Doc Rivers. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, that ain't happening. But now it's I see. Happening now. now they're yeah. paying three co- three head coaches. So not a chance the Bucks make. I mean, well, there's a chance, of course, you there's know, a, with well, that I mean, with that you, team. When you have Dame and Giannis, yeah, yeah, there's for a sure, chance. for sure, for sure. How much is it, of that? It's gonna be like Doc <laughs> Rivers, right? That's still debatable. Still to be. Seen. <laughs> All right, we'll see, we'll see. But no, nah, I mean, yeah, that that's it, that's a crazy. It's just crazy, and I don't know if this is true, but like they were talking about like how Doc Rivers. I don't know what was he like an advisor or something like that that's what they to said. Adrian Griffin. That's that boy was plotting. That's slimy. He was probably plotting. That's slimy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Boy was plotting. We'll see though. Anyway, maybe we'll see another video. Giannis mm-hmm. taking the clipboard and start boring <laughs> plays because he gets tired of Doc Rivers. It's like Doc, this is the adjustment you have to make. Uh, okay, okay, Giannis. Oh, that's a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a good impression. Oh my gosh, that's that's a good impression. Oh, but yeah, I will see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with this man dying over here. After that. 
That's one of the better Doc Rivers impressions I've 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 seen, bro. Oh people, uh, uh, I feel like some people are happy he's not a broadcaster anymore. That's, uh, that's a benefit <laughs> to that one. That was one of the things everybody kept talking about. Yo, we gotta hear that man's voice for <laughs> four quarters, bro. Oh my gosh. And you get rid of him. Mark Jackson, Van Gundy, and I mean Breen is still there, but you get rid of Mark Jackson and Van Gundy for Doc Rivers, bro. Crazy, crazy. Hey, and then he's not even, a, and he's not even a broadcaster. No more. Not, I don't know what they're gonna do, bro. <laughs> Go back to Mark Jackson and start begging. Like what? That that trio was like elite. Mark Jackson, Van Gundy, Mike Breen, elite. Facts. Facts. You don't mess that up. You don't. You don't. Where yeah. else are you gonna get the random topics? <laughs> Like like Jeff Van Gundy did. Crazy. You'll 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 be talking about a game and then he randomly starts talking about some some other crazy thing that has Wait, has no about, relation. Talk about uh, what he had for dinner last night. Nineteen ninety eight. I was at this great restaurant, man. They said the best seafood. <laughs> like Oh for real, bro. Oh man. man. I don't know. We'll crazy. Bring him back, man. Bring him back. They need to. They need to. We're <sighs> not entertainment. Moving we'll we'll on to the next the next coaching. Uh uh. Information over there in Washington. Uh, we ain't gonna spend that much time. West Lonzo Jr. is moving into a front office role, so he will no longer be coach. He's no. I don't know what specific role in the front office he is. They haven't mentioned it, but yeah, he's moving up there. Another Brad Stevens position. Huh? Yeah, moving up in the world. Promotion. Congratulations. Hey. Really, congratulations, because that, that Washington team wasn't going anywhere. Eight and thirty-seven is crazy. Yeah. I mean, they ain't worse than Detroit, but I mean, ain't thirty-seven. That I don't, I don't know. They, I mean, Washington's got some stuff to figure out. I don't know. Is is like it, stuff? I don't think Jordan Jordan Poole has performed to what was expected. Of course, um, Tyus Jones is he is he better off as as a backup than than you know a full time than being a full time starter? Um, maybe I don't know, but um. You know, I think Jordan Poole averaging 16 points a game. I don't think that's what anybody expected at all. You know, you thought. There's no baddies in Washington. That's the issue here. <laughs> I don't know. You need to bring that. I didn't need to bring that. Uh, I don't know. That, that official from the uh, from that video with the LSU. It was like an official. It was like a, a White House lady from the um, when the LSU had won the championship. It was like Justin Jefferson and all them. She was like doing the get the gap. I don't know, they need to get her or somebody. I don't know. I don't know. Bring, bring the Obamas back in office. Who knows? <laughs> somebody. But um, but yeah, I, something's got to give. I mean, it's just it's not working out. And I don't know if, I mean, I don't know if Jordan Poole will be better next year. You know, I'm already thinking about next year because Washington's not doing nothing for they're the rest. Doing nothing this year. <laughs> they're doing not doing nothing. nothing this year. So um, but yeah, I mean, congrats on the promotion. I mean uh. I don't know. Congrats, I guess. Nothing more. <laughs> One more to say. I don't know. I, I think if I remember when Brad Stevens got his promotion, right? Mm-hmm. I think I said I've never seen somebody under she even get promoted. Crazy. Shout out to West <laughs> Jr., bro. They changing the game out here, bro. I mean, his dad is a Wizards legend, so maybe that may have some some. Maybe you know, uh, some play in it. But um, I guess the assistant coach Brian Kill is gonna take over. So. Maybe he'll. I don't know. Have a. I don't know. I don't know. Washington's. They're. They're gonna. They're like in the same range with the Hornets and the Pistons. And it's just, yeah. 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 It's gonna be a while before they're. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be a while. Like a while. 
I agree. A while. W I L E. Like remove the H. Like while. Crazy. But yeah. But yeah. Anyway, we can move on. Just Please. just a quick thing. Please. Not, nothing too crazy here. Uh not a lot of people watch Washington games anyway. <laughs> uh moving on. Mm-hmm. it has been revealed the all star starters talk about it of the nba talk about it let's go ahead and start over here with the west because i know that's what you're more excited for we have lebron james Mm -hmm. who has like 20 straight (laughs) all-star games and i think i think it's 20 are they all starters too i feel like it gotta be they gotta be all starters gotta be uh i think that's a new record i don't think anybody has that 20 straight um kevin durant then we have Jokic, Luca, and then your man, SGA. Pause. Pause. SGA. Um, to start off with SGA, the only one that really matters on this team for sure. The um, new one. I mean, the new one. We first, knew the rest. First time starter. Um, I mean, there's he's he's playing lights out. He's averaging like 30, 30 a game this year. Um, I mean, he's just been great. He's a big reason. Why we you know we're second in the West right now, um, and where he's gonna be an important part of our success for sure. Uh, I mean everybody else. You are a new Joker, great. Braun, great. Luca, great. Um, uh, who's the fourth? Who's the fourth person? I'm tripping. KD. KD. Oh, KD. Of course. KD's been playing great this year. I'm not gonna lie. He's been for when he's healthy. He's been. Hey, he's more healthy than Bradley Beal. He's been like top two, and he may not be two. For sure. More healthy so than Bradley like, Beal. More healthy than Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal has played like two games. <laughs> crazy. It's a crazy trade they made for yeah. Bradley Beal when the man doesn't play. I mean, is there anybody you could argue for, like, you know, this? Um, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to argue this. Like, maybe the backcourt? Is there anybody in the backcourt, like, you know, that no, you I could argue? Right. I think you know what I mean? Right. Like, like, I don't know if you throw Booker in there, but then who you no. throw Booker in there for? No. You know what I mean? So it's like. No. It's tough, but I think, uh, yeah, Shea's, you know, I, I mean, you can't put Booker over Shea. It's just not. No. It's not. No. SGA is yeah. like in MVP conversations of the season. Yeah. So, like, I mean. He has to be a starter. Yeah. That's to get him out. But, yeah, I mean, great lineup, though, for sure. Who, uh, we, who we got on the East, though? Uh, damn, I can't even say my thoughts about the West. You oh, really want to move to the East? I'm sorry. Crazy. Crazy. I got excited. And this man really excited. I got excited. My bad. Uh, shout out to LeBron, year 21, uh, 20th season Facts. as a starter. Can't believe he's still doing this. Facts. Um, every time I think back to that one tweet of that one dude that's like, LeBron is 30, ain't going to be many years left. <laughs> the man's 38 right now. still who going. Said, who the heck said that? My lord! Wait, every time, every time I get on, I get on Twitter. I know he deactivated his account immediately. Probably, nah, probably. No the two things I always see is that one tweet, mm-hmm. and then then everybody saying like "washed king" or something like that. Crazy, yeah. Uh, so shout out to LeBron. We know he was gonna be there. I don't uh, know what y- if y'all know what y'all doing. Y'all just adding more fuel to the to the fire. Facts. He, he's just gonna play longer if y'all keep if y'all keep talking. Facts. Keep talking. Um, we have KD, um, putting that um Suns team on his back with Devin Booker, because mm-hmm. Bradley Beal ain't doing anything, <laughs> and then literally all they have on that team is him, Beal, KD, and Booker, and Beal ain't there. So Facts. shout out to KD, still being efficient even after all the injuries he's been through. Facts. That's very important. Um, probably playing some of his best basketball. Like, facts. <laughs> it's crazy. Facts. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. 
Um, Jokic, you know, in the running for MVP, as always. He's an MVP. He's finals MVP, too. Ain't much I could say. Should have been three-time MVP, for real. It's a conversation for another time. For sure. uh, Luca, you know, going crazy. The man has been doing really good this season. So, you know, Luca deserves to be here. And Shea, as we said. MVP discussions. I really hope Yochik gets that triple double. That would be cool to see a center. Like he's like a he's like an assist away from getting that. Like that'd be like crazy if a center is able to get a triple double. Like that's like average triple double. Yeah, like, oh okay. yeah, average, yeah, my bad. Yeah, average triple double. Like that'd be insane. That'd be tough. With who the, knows? With if somebody could do it, it's probably him. Yeah, for sure. But like. Do you see any like problems with the West? Like any maybe somebody maybe like any maybes like that could should have maybe been thought of that nope. weren't thought of? No. Do you? I don't know. I mean, I I, I really want just talent wise, right? I really want to say uh, Anthony Davis for real. You know, what I mean, just because you know he's he's just been he's been playing great this year. Um, I mean, but then again, it's just like. It's who you who do you put him over? It was either I mean? gonna be him or LeBron, and they ain't taking LeBron. Because I mean, I, the Lakers, I don't really know, because they're not really doing that well. Exactly. And it's interesting, right? Because you know, the Lakers are like kind; they're not really doing that much better than you know. They ain't. I don't know. Then like they're just not doing teams, better. It's, a lot, it's it. a lot of teams that's not doing as well as the Lakers. You know what I mean? That and that could it's a lot of other considerations that could have been made. You know what I mean? You know, maybe uh, I don't know. It's like in that front court, like I don't know, maybe Sabonis or something like that. Who knows? Just because Sacramento's doing so well, like should they have? Should they have an All Star? You know what I mean? But I don't know. I mean, you, not how, a starter. How do you start? If you start somebody over LeBron, then it's like you know that's gonna be tough. Exactly. Yeah, it's LeBron. He's kind of like reached that level, like of Kobe. Like you know what I mean? Like it's Facts. like you know like, even Kobe's last year, like he was voted a starter. You know what I mean? So it's like he's Shout out to the goat. Nah, the goat. The goat. Mamba. Right. Mamba forever. Over here in the east. What we got? We have Giannis, Tatum. Valid. Uh, Embiid. Valid. Damian Lillard, which is interesting. Okay. And then first mm. time starter, Halliburton. Why you say interesting? Interesting. Because if there's somebody here that you could probably argue, mm-hmm. it's probably Damian Lillard. Okay. I just didn't really expect him to be a starter. Okay. Um. I've seen other people argue like uh, Brunson. Maybe. Yeah, I was gonna say who. Who do you have? I've been hearing him a lot. Yeah, he's having a way better season. Yeah, they're um they're actually now the thing is the team is Milwaukee's doing a lot better. You know what I mean? Um, than than New York right now. So maybe that plays some part in it. I mean, Jalen Brunson, he's for sure gonna be a, a, a um a reserve for sure. Reserve. So that's happening. Yeah, but. But maybe he should have been a starter. Yeah. Because when you look at it, all right, maybe the Bucks are doing good, but the Bucks also have uh, Giannis. Right. Brunson has who? <laughs> who was Randall? crazy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Come on now. And it's if like we're, we're comparing like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then I think Brunson's shooting way better than Dame too. Oh yeah, he's having he's shooting like he's shooting like forty two percent from three and like yeah, he's like yeah. almost at fifty percent. He's shooting forty two from three. And Dame is shooting 42 in general. <laughs> in general. You can look Rally. up that stat and, and double yeah. check me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I read that like yesterday. Oh, you good. You good. Um, you got it. 
Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. yeah see, I see? mean, your name name holds weight, though. I guess right. I and guess also, so. fan the fan vote as well. I'm sure that plays a part in it as well. Um, and it's, I'm I'm surprised too. As big as New York is, <laughs> as big as like that scene is, and like you know, as, um, all the fans and stuff like that. I'm surprised, like why Brunson didn't like you know get that consider could have got that consideration. You know what I mean? But then, I don't know. Like, th- but then I think optics optics does have a play in it as well. Like, do you play? Do you start Brunson or do you start Dame Lillard? Like, just hearing it, you're gonna want to see Dame Lillard. Like, you're not gonna want to see. I mean, no offense to Brunson, he's great, and like you said, he's playing great. You're not gonna say like, I want to see Brunson over Dame Lillard. Like, the the typical fan, you know what I mean? So I think that plays a part in it. I guess this goes to the typical fan more than yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, Halliburton, first time All Star starter. Facts. Um, well deserved. Like we were mentioning, the man's drumming like twenty and ten nightly basis. Come on. He has to be a starter. Traditional PG. Traditional PG. <laughs> For sure. Um, um, who knows? Maybe he'll come in here on this All Star All Star game and give you like twenty assists. Yeah. Hey. I mean, yeah. I don't really see no problems with this lineup. I mean, it's, it's it's expected. You know, Tatum um leading Boston. You know, with the number one uh seed in the what in the East right now. Facts. Um, I mean, Giannis. Giannis is Giannis. You don't really gotta talk too much about Giannis, really. Facts. You know what I mean? Uh, you know he's gonna make sure his brother is protected at all times. You gotta get the coach out of there. You gotta get him out of there, bro. For real. So it's like, um, Griffin should have gave his brother more playing time, like, bro. My like, forget Antenna Cupo. Like my brother's keeper needs to be on his back of his jersey, like, because he's gonna, he's he's keeping him for sure. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Like he's keeping them, so it's like um, you're not going nowhere. But um, Alex is next up. Um, but yeah, I think uh, you know Tatum doing great. Uh, Jan's having a great season. Uh, I mean, this really yeah, just same as you. Maybe Dame is a little questionable. Why not? Maybe uh, Brunson. Why not Brunson? You know. But um, another time for another day. Another conversation for another day. I'm eating eight. Maybe why not even Maxi? <laughs> why not even consider Maxi? You know, Maxi's been playing great. I'm not too sure on if he's like in terms of his health, if he like hasn't really been healthy or not. But I mean Maxi's, you know, he's been averaging close to thirty and you know, he's probably in the front runner for um for our most approved player. But uh I mean Facts. so maybe he's a potential option too. And I'm curious to see if he's gonna be a guy that's like a if he's gonna make his first all star team too, that'll be interesting to see as well. Yeah, I mean, he he's probably going to be there on the bench. Yeah. Uh, I have no doubts on that. Um, ben Carroll needs to be on that bench, too. Mm. A small little hot magic take. plug. Hot take, hot take. That's not a hot take. He should be on the bench. Really? Okay. He should be on the bench. All right. Um, but, yeah, I see I see nothing wrong with these starters outside of Dame. Um, him over France. Or who? Him over France. Uh, ben Carroll over France. Like, which player you think has like more but deserved? I, when, when we talk about like you had mentioned, Dame's name holds more weight. Okay, gotcha. I think Ben Carroll's name holds more weight. I see where you're going. Yeah, then France. I see where you're going. Yeah. All right. Um, he gets Ben Carroll gets talked about more in a lot of interviews. You see players mention him. Right. So. No, that's real. That might be why. Um, sure. but starters, we we said Dame, we said Halliburton, Giannis is Giannis. Um, you know, giving you like triple doubles out here, starting to easy going crazy, and you know he's running up plays. Now that his coach <laughs> sub him out, you know, 
man's trying to turn into a LeBron, you no, know. For sure. Doesn't need a coach at this point. He'll coach the team himself. For sure, for sure. Um, Tatum, he's only 19 years old and already here, uh, all-star starter. For sure. Shout out to him. And then B. is 19 years old. I'm still going to use that meme. That meme kills me every time. <laughs> When all these Celtics fans would every, every year they're good like he's only nineteen. <laughs> That's crazy. Um and Embiid, who I think is probably the front runner right now for MVP. Yeah. Yeah. That's valid. I want to should see be not. a starter. You know, Embiid, who just dropped seventy points Talk about it. in a game. Hmm. Was absolutely cooking. 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 Thirty four at halftime. Thirty four at halftime. Oh, but don't worry. I'm not done. I'm going to drop another 36. Another. In the second half. What do you do? Nothing. Because there was nothing that anybody on that team could have do to stop him. I don't know. The POV of, Wen- of Wemby and Zach Collins, you know. I mean. I ain't going to lie. I'm getting cooked. Like. <laughs> cooked. Cooked. And it's just. I don't. It, the way he got his buckets is. I don't know. And you would think, right? Because it wasn't really a lot of Embiid. Like, inter- well, when Wemby was on the floor, it wasn't really a lot. I thought Wemby would fare well when Embiid was in the mid range, you know, and he wasn't really attacking them, but more so, you know, you know, he catches the ball, does his little jab thing, tests his, tests the length of the defense, and you know, see if he sees if he could pull up. Like, I thought Wemby would fare well against that just because of his length. But, I mean, Embiid, it, it seems like he just knows how to time his jumper and get it off whenever he wants. And it seems like he's he's done it for so much that, you know, it's just become second nature. But, I mean, Crazy. he was he was just cooking. Zach Collins Cook. and Wemby didn't stand, stand a chance. I mean, and especially Nothing. when he just decided that he wanted to just, you know, post up in the paint. His teammate Batum and Maxi, like they were getting him the ball, like they knew, like especially Batum. I seen a couple. It was a, a couple plays, you know, where you know he made sure, like he caught the ball, like he didn't think. I'm looking at Embiid, like here, take it, go to work. You know what I mean? So it's like, especially when he was in that paint, like it was really tough for for Wemby and uh, Zach Collins to like even think about just stopping them. Like it was, it was a clinic. It was a clinic for sure. They could do nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. And B's huge. What? Like 270? Maybe? 260? I don't know. I don't know his exact uh weight, but he's a he's a big dude for and to be that agile and you know have those guard skills and have the shooting touch that he's has, that's one thing that, you know, um I don't know if it gets talked about enough, but like because you know you want I mean we'll talk about Cat too. Cat consider herself like, you know, one of the great big shooters of all time. You know what I mean? But we talk about. I think Embiid needs to be in that conversation as well. The way you know he his just his touch in that mid range is like it's pretty. It's pretty great to see for sure. Facts. It was. It was. It was a really great game by Embiid for sure. Um, and everything came came natural to him. It Facts. wasn't like they were. Well, well, the players like you were saying they weren't thinking about shooting. They were giving it to Embiid, but it was that natural thing where like yeah. Embiid's gonna hit it. Yeah. It's not where like. You know, I don't, I don't know. You, you're naturally giving it to him because you know he's gonna get that shot. Yeah, so shot. Oh, what? It was a beautiful game. Nah, shout out to him though, cause he's having a monster year right now. Facts. Monster. Facts. Hey, probably like, going back to back. Yeah. Year he's having. Why not? I mean, thirty six. Like, like, yeah. I don't know 
it's funny. I wonder if like the motive, if there was any extra motivation this year, you know, because I'm sure you had a lot of people. Even you know, you had Austin Reeves, you know, in reports. You know, like when uh, I think a reporter asked him about like, you know, why why wasn't Yochik you think voted for a third time? And he's like, you know, voter fatigue, right? You know what I mean? So it's like maybe he heard those conversations. Maybe not from Austin Reeves, but from like you know everybody around around the league, maybe, and was like, all right, I'm gonna show you all this year. You know, 36. Like he's averaging 36 and 11. You know, which is no great stuff. So I think, yeah, I, I mean, at that point, you can't, I think at this point, you can't just leave him one on one. You got to throw an extra, you got to force him to be a playmaker or something. You know, of course, Maxi, maybe to beat you or, you know, one of the other players, Tobias Harris or something, because, I mean, he was just one on one. He's, he's going to dominate no matter what. And, and it didn't really seem like the Spurs thought about adding the extra player. And even though, even if you add an extra player, like, He's he's big enough to probably like take on the whole team, like for real. You know what I mean? So I think um that was a great performance and I mean I'm sure if you're like a basketball player or something, like you could just I'm sure you could just take some take a lot of moves, whether in the post or in the mid range, like that's how you do it. <laughs> for real. This yeah. was this was one least welcome to the NBA. Yeah, oh easily, easily. He's always gonna remember when easily. he got seventy points dropped on his head. Easily, yeah. Now, nah, and like, of course, we'll, we'll give him some leeway. All all seventy wasn't dropped on him, but I mean, maybe forty, <laughs> <laughs> maybe forty or fifty. You know what I mean? Was yeah. like, you know what I mean? We won't, then, we, we won't give him the Jalen Rose yeah, treatment. You know, you know what I mean? You know, every time I was like, I don't know if you're gonna get eighty one dropped on your head by Kobe. Like, uh, it wasn't all eighty one, but like, you know what I mean? But. Yeah, I mean it. It was tough though. It was a tough, um, it was a tough, uh, tough night for the boys for sure. For sure. Yeah. So when B dropped seventy, okay, and then we go to Cat, <clears throat> another big man. He dropped sixty-two. Mm. But these games were completely different. Mm. Talk about and how I see them. Okay. Because in B, like I said, it came all naturally. Okay. For Cat, mm. not so naturally. Mm. In the sense where one, the coach. Said this was a disgusting game Dang. in terms of the players. Yeah. Um. He, I don't know if disgusting was the exact word, uh-huh. but somewhere around Not there. For sure. Um. Where he wasn't happy. First of all, they lost the game. Yeah. They lost the game. To who? I wonder. I wonder who it was. I wonder to who. Who could it have been? Who could it have been? Who could it have been? You know, it must have been a really good team, don't you think? <laughs> It must have been a really good team, especially since the the Timberwolves are like number one in their conference. They must have lost to a great team. Oh my gosh, great team! Yeah, the Hornets is crazy. Losing <laughs> to the Hornets is crazy. Losing to the Hornets is crazy. How crazy. Going off, going off, and then losing to the Hornets is like wild. crazy, crazy, wild. But th- this game wasn't naturally. These sixty-two points weren't natural. Okay, where the coach didn't like. The way the players were playing. And even Anthony Edwards went out to say they weren't really playing the game of basketball. They were trying to feed Cat mm. to get him as many points as, as they could. For sure. That's not that's not a good way to play the game. You know, yeah. you know if if you're the number one con- uh, seed in your conference yeah, and you lose to the Hornets. That's bad. Come on now. That's bad. Come on now. Yeah, I think it was like I think it was a difference kind of in like Embiid, like like Cat. Now I'm not gonna lie, he was feeling it, you know, like from his like you know when you like watch that video of like every point scored, like he was definitely feeling it, right? But you know, I think with Embiid though, it's like it's it was more so him taking advantage of matchups, you know what I mean? Like, yo, like Cat, like um, like Zach Wemby 
is too skinny to hold to hold and beat. You know what I mean? Zach, same same for Zach Collins. You know, like they're not they're they're bigs, but don't they, like they're they're like not necessarily your traditional center in terms of size. You know what I mean? So I think um that was something that was allowed and be the exposed. But you know, with the Carl with Cat, you know, he was feeling it from three. He really was. But then I guess you know it was a time in the third quarter where you know you know he you know, started to force it a little bit too much and you know and it kind of made oh, it look bad. And, a lot. Yeah. So you know, coach had to bench him for a little bit, and it's like, yeah, why do you bench him when you know he's going off and he's feeling it? But I mean, you gotta do what's best for the team. You know what I mean? So I think uh, that was important. But I mean, ten to fifteen from the three is like truly for a big man. I mean. Hey, he he talks about it all the time. You know, he considers himself one of the best shooting bigs, and <coughs> to have a game like that as a big man is that's you can't just like overlook that for sure. Um, but it's just it hits different when it's a loss, though. Same it time, hits though. it hits a lot different. Yeah, and, it, and and it hits it hits different when your coach doesn't even uh, like the way you're you're yeah. you're playing and the team's playing. Yeah, for sure. So it's something you have to consider. You don't you don't, and it it's good he took him out. Right. I feel like because you don't you don't want your your team to get into that that habit of just like you know feeding him just to feed him for sure you know like it was feeding him just to feed him because yeah. the team wasn't doing it and they weren't I'm a, winning and if I'm gonna feed you I need to know that you're gonna like you're gonna make the right basketball play exactly. so this is gonna be a bucket or you're gonna make the right pass or something like that I don't know something and even in the game winner too like um. I think uh, I don't I don't know if it was this game, but it was something where like you know it seemed like you know Cat tried to force the game winner, but like you know Gobert was kind of open in the paint and Cat just like he didn't really think to like look down there or like throw like Gobert was wide open for a lot, but you know he didn't really think that way and you know just decided to try to shoot the um try to shoot the game winner, but and it didn't work out. But yeah, it was um it's a great performance for sure, but uh, yeah you you got to know your limits for sure. Six, yep, exactly. He had 62 points. 62. Somebody else who also had 62 <laughs> points and also ended up losing the game was Devin Booker. Mm. Got and 62. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. No, oh, no, I just want to say these are different days, too. Different days. Different days. <laughs> but still, say outco- same outcome. For 62 sure. points and a loss. For sure. The Suns, you know, went ahead and lost to the, to the Pacers, mm. you know. Overlooking that performance by Devin Booker. Facts. Um, yeah, I mean Devin Booker's always been the scorer, though. I think we always knew that. You know, even when that fifty he dropped against Boston, I believe. You know, I mean we well, no, it wasn't fifty; it was seventy. Yeah, he dropped seventy, 70. against Boston. Yeah. yeah. So it's like you know he's always been the scorer. You know, what I mean sixty-two. That's just a great. That just shows you, you know, the level that he is. And I mean another to hit, just his different. You know, when it's a loss, you know what I mean. You just go off so well, and then. You know, it's just, yeah. I don't know what players were doing this week, but it's, I don't know. I, I haven't, I don't think I've seen, like, players go off consistently this week. Like, like that in terms of, like, that high volume of scoring. You know what I mean? I for know, sure. They must have had something crazy for breakfast. Nah, it's crazy, bro. Whatever they feeding these kids nowadays, <laughs> like, I don't know why they weren't feeding it to me when I was a kid. But I needed that. We got one more, right? We got one more. We got? The big one. Luca with 73 <laughs> points. He is top four on the most points scored in an NBA game. God bless him. Number four. 
God bless him. In Where's the 2024? And B should be what? Well, he's tied with Booker. He's tied sure. with like Booker and uh, Mitchell, I think it was. Oh. Mitchell, I think, got 70. I think Dame got 72. Nice, a couple people. People oh. getting seventy left and no, right like it's right. nothing, bro. Right, it's few, and it man. all started. I think that was all last year too. Dang, that's crazy. Everybody, everybody just scoring like crazy nowadays. But Again, yeah. no defense being played. Crazy. Yeah. Luca, you want to talk? You want to start? Uh, Seventy-three points. Um, it's just you know, Lucas. Lucas always gonna get his uh his buckets one way or another. Um, he was twenty-two for thirty-three. Mm. So efficient. Eight. <laughs> For 13 from the three-point line. Mm. 10 rebounds and 7 assists. Mm. So you still score, but you still doing everything else hey, on the floor. Hey, I want to get my buckets, but let me make sure my teammates still get Exactly. Exactly. If, 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 if we're, if we're going to add those those 7 assists, the man basically got close to 100. Yeah. yeah. Like seven times two. If he, if he wanted to be selfish, yeah. 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 So hey, shout shout out to him. They beat uh the Atlanta Hawks, mm-hmm. one hundred and forty eight to one hundred and forty three. Jeez, that's that's an insane score. That's uh, yeah. <laughs> First yeah. of all, Think let's, about let's, that. let's get started on that. All right, like I don't know, was there any defense? Um, Jalen Johnson and uh, Sadiq Bay. Uh, I'm getting cooked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they were. I feel that. Yeah, they. I it, it was. Now I was curious to see like any of like the opportunities like if they would throw Dejounte Murray at him because I didn't really I thought maybe Dejounte would be a better matchup just because of his ability to move laterally on the perimeter but then also like his ability his like you know his wingspan in terms of steals but I think Luca would probably walk him to the basket as well so it's like out maybe it, maybe they wanted bigger bodies on Luca yeah pause yeah but you know maybe Luke, that was the thinking who knows. Luca, so like Embiid put on a a clinic in terms of post work mid range, but Luca just put on a clinic in terms of pick and roll, like from the, past the three point range, like he put on a clinic in terms of getting to the basket, off screens, just using his body footwork. Oh Facts. my gosh! Facts. If you do anything like Embiid and Luca, like just watch those, like those, um, vid- those every point videos, you, mm. Luca was mm. crazy. Luca was different, crazy. and it was it was just tough because I mean Jalen Johnson, I, I he seemed like a, a, I thought he may have been like a you know a a contributable defender, but I don't know. It seemed like some of the his contests though. I don't know if he now. I don't know if he was scared to. To, like afraid that he will foul or something, but it didn't seem like he really tried to contest some of Luca's shots. Like to really, I think like the extent that I felt like he could have. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what he's feeling in the moment, but just from me looking at it, I felt like he could have like you know gave more effort on that side. It, it seemed like he was giving like more of that like you know offense like offense defense in terms of like you know like you know you have those put like Lamelo Ball. He kind of does this a lot where. You know, he's like a guy that, you know, he'll like kind of pretend like he's playing defense or something like that, but kind of save his energy, try try to willingly save his energy just to, you know, give it all on offense. But like, I think, I don't know, I feel like Jalen Johnson could have did a better job, but then it is, but then I can't say that because it is Luka at the end of the day. So it's like, what more can you expect him? And then you try to ask Sadiq Bay to help out as well, and it, it just didn't work out. And I mean, you and then you try to, 
just you know you you do this because you know you and then you try to hide Trey Young from you like because you can't put Trey Young on him like Luke you know that we're never gonna put Trey Young <laughs> like Luca like Luca is Dallas's point guard and you know you you expect point guard on point guard to match up with each other never but gonna happen when your point guard's Trey Young you can't yeah you can't let that happen so I mean of course you know that and then you know you try to ask you know uh, Johnson and Sadiq Bey to do the do the job. Yeah, seventy three dropped on him. I mean, seventy three. He, he was in the zone. He was talking. He was, he was talking stuff too, like to the crowd, to everything. I, I wish like DC Young Fly and Lil Boosie was at that game because I wonder like what how that would have gone like if he would have like you know interacted with them at all. But he was he was just he put on a guard clinic. Like if you're a guard, like you need to watch some of that film for sure. Because I don't. He, he couldn't stop, and he just—he knows he's good too. He knows like no, it's hard to—he's hard to stop, especially and even and it's, the crazy part is they threw some wing, they threw wings at him, like bigger, longer wings at him. They didn't throw no Pulse. like, yeah, Paul, big, <laughs> God dang. But um, yeah, I mean, he's seen, he's seen like Jalen Brown. He see, I mean, he's seen Jalen Johnson. He's seen Sadiq Bay, like. Like, he was just like, hell, like, barbecue chicken. Pause. Oh, dang, that is a pause, too. I don't know. We never used the effect, bro. That's what I wanted to throw it in there, bro. Bro, I'm going to be honest. When we started up, uh, talking about Wemby and, and, and Zach Collins, I was like, ah, that would have been perfect. And Beat and beat was, see, barbecue chicken. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah, I was that, like, wait, wait, that that, that ain't going to fly. Uh, bro. Hey, that that would have been perfect. That would have been more, like, better. But um yeah, which performance? I mean, I don't know. You could even include Devin Booker and um Cat if you want to. But like, which out of these four, like which of Luca was the most impressive? Okay, Luca. I agree. I'm gonna say Luca too. What? Well, what's your reason behind? Luka? I mean, they do they do bigger guys than him. Okay. To get him to stop, and like you know they could so so like, Embiid has like the build where sure. one by Zach Collins can't stop him for sure. Luca, they threw bigger people at him and they couldn't stop him. For sure. And you know he got three more points than Embiid. You know that kind of helps too. I wonder what his uh, usage was that game. Like his usage percentage that game. I'm sure it was insane. Hey, seven sure. assists to go along with it. So yeah, I think I think Luca just because his took more work because he's the point guard. So mm-hmm. the ball was in his hands. So he pretty much had to initiate everything. You know what I mean? So to have to do all of that. Get seventy points. I don't even know how many. How, what was it? Twenty two of. I don't know something. Thirty three. Twenty five out of thirty. So thirty. Put up thirty three shots, but then also dish out seven assists and all that. Um. Yeah. That that's that takes a lot. That's a lot of conditioning. I call <laughs> seventy three points in the NBA game is is pretty. Uh. I mean, and you can't say it's against the Hawks or something like that. They're all NBA players at the end of the game. You know what I mean? So Facts. so it's like. To do that, that's a lot of work, a lot of conditioning. So I mean, yeah, it was. And this is a guy like you know people were talked about like what um, I think Mark Cuban asked. Did Mark Cuban say it in in public once? Like we we need him to get in more shape. I don't know if it was out there second season or first season or something like that. Maybe but, like he, he's, he, in he, he, <laughs> he's in shape now. He's in shape now. He showed it. <laughs> nah, like he he showed it. So it's like careful what you ask for. You maybe the and I'm sure this helps his um. I'm sure this helped. I mean, I'm sure, like you said earlier, I'm sure Embiid's in the front running for sure, but mm-hmm. maybe this could help Lucas' case as well, you know, for MVP for sure. Because, I mean, 
73 points that's not that's not no that's that's special so 73 points right mm-hmm. talk about very it. very close to kobe's 81 Dang. was uh, is somebody gonna eventually beat that oh no is somebody gonna eventually beat the 81 kobe here? probably up there like he's making sure like I mean, if somebody does beat it, I will say I don't. I don't think it's gonna be a, as impressive as Kobe's anyone, yeah. just because of the era mm-hmm. that everything happened at. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think somebody's gonna beat it eventually? And Kobe probably up there with the basketball gods, making sure that don't happen, bro. Crazy, because like, I, I don't. I mean, I feel like Luca. That's interesting too, because with the matchups, with the way that Luca was exposing his matchups. I'm pretty sure he could have got the 81 if he if you really really tried to on some like selfish. I don't see why not though. Now that I think about Maybe. it, because the way Jalen Johnson and Sadiq Sadiq Bay was guarding him, like he was getting whatever he wanted. He was getting to whatever spot he wanted, and he was in the zone in terms of perimeter too, because his shot was on point. So that's interesting. I don't. But then maybe it's could it be like a respect thing? Like, Could it? maybe because like, how do you pass Kobe? You know what I mean. I Especially with Kobe. how stuff happened, like you know, with this, like, with the unexpected, you know, plane crash and everything like that. It's like, how do you even like? I don't know. Do you even want that pressure on you? Because like Kobe's like, like Kobe's like Silmart delivered Will Chamberlain. Like you know, I mean, you 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 have your doubts about Will Chamberlain. You know, um, it's a not, reason not, I said Kobe, not, not Will Chamberlain. <laughs> That a hundred point game never happened. In my eyes, Kobe has the <laughs> most points scored. <laughs> he just wrote a hundred on the paper and just Facts. The photographer says smile. Facts. Uh, but Facts. Um, got footage of everything except that game. <laughs> just saying. Oh my gosh, bro! I'm, I'm, yeah. Hey, hey, hey! You you know how we just saw Gatsby, right? Oh lord! Did somebody just showed me a, a video of Gatsby from like from like the nineteen sixty two or something. I'm like, damn. Got a video of that before we got well the hundred point game. That's crazy, bro. No, I don't. I don't it may. Have, I don't know. It may have happened, bro. You never know. But like, um, but yeah, I think um, it, we'll we'll see. We'll it see what happens. I don't know if I don't. I don't know if a player would want that type of pressure on him because I feel like it could have happened, especially with the guys being in the zone like they were. You know what I mean? I don't know, but we'll see. If it's meant to be, it's meant to be. But um. But yeah, hey, hey. I'm just looking at our Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's a picture of me holding a sign that says 101. Remember, I, I beat that score. I beat That's that world score. <laughs> I beat that world score. Wait, wait, see it though. Wait, hey, wait, hey, wait, hey, wait, hey, wait. Hey. on that footage again. Like 2025, the footage coming out, right? Hey. And then the next, next dip bit you're gonna see is gonna be me <laughs> holding a holding a 102 sign. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll start. No, number one is Kobe. Ain't we'll, no will here. We'll start working on that. Uh, for sure. <laughs> but uh yeah, the uh, great performances for sure. You know, four four great performances. Um Luca with the seventy three and B with seventy. I mean it don't get no better than that. It don't. So Luca's gotta be you said he's fourth, right? Yeah. Who's who's third? Yeah. No will. Will <laughs> We had like 74, of 75. Did. Of course he did. I don't know if there's footage of that one either. Yo, did you ever hear that story that Kareem said about Will? What? 
like somebody like says some corny joke to him like hey how's the weather up there <laughs> will chamberlain go spit on the man talking about it's raining that's crazy wow that's highly disrespectful no it's crazy oh, bro i blow his kneecaps <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> i can't reach up there if he's gonna he's <laughs> Blow his kneecaps off is crazy. <laughs> All right, any more topics? If he's tall, and I can, I can see his kneecaps. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Can't punch him in the face. The first thing I see. Is- <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I see you got. I'm silver on here. Let's just touch on that a little. Let's move on. Let's move on from all that. Right, all right, all right. So, on some happier news. <laughs> um, Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA. Has done great things for us, you know. The, the play-in tournament, mm-hmm. um, this end-season tournament that ended up doing good. Um, the NBA board of governors or whatever it's called has decided that he's so good they're gonna give him a contract extension that's gonna take him to the end of this decade. Jeez, I know. After that, after what he pulled with, you know, Zion and you know getting hurt and his uh mystery woman, um. Woman disappeared. I don't know. That's some gangsterism for like a, even for an NBA commissioner. Allegedly, if that's what happened, allegedly, right? So to like, he's got he's got a lot of people in powerful places. Bro. <laughs> he seems like the guy for the job. For sure. exactly. He's gonna put he's gonna protect the brand at all costs. Yeah. At all costs. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I guess you know that's what I mean. What more would you want in a commissioner than that? You know what I mean? So. And I guess players seem to, you know, um, seem to have good things to say about him. Um, I've, I haven't really seen too many bad. I don't know if you have, but like, I've really seen too many like nope. bad things said about him. You know what I mean? So I think he seems like seems like the right guy for the job for sure. You know, out here making you know creative new ways to play the game with the end season tournament, Facts. the playing. And then, you know, protecting your players, like you had mentioned him, protecting Zion. Right. I mean, he, he is as well-deserved. Is well-deserved. He's bringing a lot of good things to the NBA and to the game, especially when I'm pretty sure there are the NBA, like, TV contract deals coming up. Yeah. So it's important to have, you know, that stability moving forward of somebody who's been proven and trusted to handle the NBA brand. Nah, for sure. He's that guy. He's the guy for the job. Shout so, out to him. Looking forward to seeing, you know, what else he does in the in the league. Yeah, sure. it's gonna be a great decade. Well, yeah. Shout sure. out to him. We'll see. Well, great that, episode. A great episode. It's a good Another. way to way to, good way to end. Um, an appreciate, episode. Appreciate y'all listening this far. For sure. As always, make sure you're following <clears throat> us on Instagram, on Twitter, on TikTok, um, on all podcast platforms make sure you like comment subscribe download all that help boost their numbers up you know share with your friend your cousin your dog walker dog walker everybody most importantly the dog everybody walker. your fish walker like a hey, your cousin's mom's stepmom's great aunties <laughs> like cat walker chipotle, everybody chipotle cashier hey every every time you get food tell them about onj podcast <laughs> Right after Chick Fil A says "My pleasure," you hey, before you say "My pleasure," here's ONJ podcast. Facts, facts, facts. Hey, we appreciate you guys. We out. We out.